Money Makers, Sebi and Josh here. Thanks for listening. Before we jump into this episode, please share and help our ministry. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts, share with your friends, your family. Hey, if you have enemies, <laughs> share with them as well and everyone in between. Now enjoy the episode. So recently, I just saw a video on, on YouTube and it was CNBC. And it, it was really interesting to me. They were talking about why Americans feel so poor. And many of the points that they made based off of research is very interesting. And how money is a big stressor for a lot of Americans, especially in this kind of environment that we're in, you know, people getting laid off, the middle class is gradually disappearing. And someone even pointed out how demoralizing it is for some of them to see so much wealth in America, but yet not being to attain basic necessities. And many people have said that, oh, it's because Americans are not being paid enough or people are not being paid enough in general. Uh, They're drowning in debt. And just overall, the environment compared to baby boomers and millennials are not conducive enough as it were before in order to build wealth. So what do you think about this? Yeah, that's definitely a very, very important topic that we've seen come up in recent times, especially since COVID, because remember we're flushed with cash and all that. However, now it looks like the tide is turning. Mm-hmm. Like one of the things that stick to my mind. So I remember in class we do corporate finance and when we look at the income statement, one of the expenses we like to evaluate is the interest expense. So mm-hmm. for example, you see a company whose interest expense is unusually high, it's like, hmm, you know, what's really going on here? That same principle we can apply back to many of us individuals. Mm-hmm. When interest rates were lower, we're able to have that benefit of, okay, borrowing a lot of money and paying <laughs> nothing on it. However, today, whether it's through a credit card, whether it's through a loan, the truth is that since inflation went out of hand and the Federal Reserve started taking money out of the system, it has become much, much harder for people. So if you're going to take a loan out today, whether it be for a business, whether it be just a personal loan or whether you're using a credit card, it's going to be very, very expensive. And whatever income people are receiving, they're using a lot of it to service that debt. Mm. That's one reasons why people feel poor today. However, there's some other social biases I like to call our attention to. A good one is called the availability heuristic. And this is especially for people who are like millennials or Gen Z, just like the younger people. Today mm. you hear oh six figures. That has become like the golden yeah golden number. Like if you're not making six figures no more, forget it. You know in life. life. In life. You know, however, I was just looking it up and I saw that only 18% of people in America actually make six figures. You know, mm-hmm. you have a good 82% that are not. And the bias that comes to my mind is this thing called the availability heuristic. Mm-hmm. And what that means is that it's a bias where the first example, the first couple of examples that come to your mind, you take that and you paint everything with just those examples. So let's say someone has five friends, friend A, friend B, C, D, E, right? And three of them are making six figures. In this kind of bias, because three of your five friends are making six figures, you believe almost everybody, you know. However, exactly. In reality, 
only 18%. No, that number still does not change because of the circle around you. However, like we always talk about, that could be an encouragement for you to, you know, strive harder, to work hard, to go. But don't use that to push yourself down. Don't use that to kick yourself, thinking that, oh, you're not really doing, you know, anything good for yourself because you haven't passed that quote-unquote magic threshold that Mm. many of us have today. I think that's a very interesting perspective. And I totally agree that sometimes why people feel poor is just because of point blank, simple comparison and just based on their own worldview and based on their own social circle now project and be like, this is how the entire world is. And I'm such a loser, which is in reality is not true. Another thing is you mentioned something about like, you know, debt and income ratio. I feel like because of the easy accessibility to debt, debt was not this easy to get hold of, right? Now you wouldn't have to buy a pair of shoes. You can finance it. What? Before, things that people would finance are mortgages and their car notes, maybe potentially like a loan for something important. But now people are able to finance phones, laptops, shoe, that purchase you want, you can get it now, even plane tickets. People are able to finance trips that they can't afford just because debt is easy to attain. And that has created like an illusion that you can actually afford it when in reality you cannot. And I think that that's where honest conversations come in and where we sometimes need to be held accountable uh, with ourselves and just be like, okay, can I really afford this thing? And that's okay if you can afford it now. Just because you're able to afford the payments doesn't necessarily mean that you can afford like, you know, the entire trip or uh, getting that item you really want. I also want to point out the reality of the situation that we're facing now. I would argue that the majority of people are, I wouldn't even necessarily say the majority of people, but I would just say like, they're doing the best they can with the knowledge they have. We, it's no surprise that cost of living now is ridiculous. And let's not even talk about the cost of education now. They said that 60% of Americans have to get two jobs in order to feel financially stable or feel financially comfortable. So when you have crippling student loan debt, along with before you're even able to be financially stable, income hasn't really risen a lot in the past few years compared to expenses that has gone up. Like look at inflation for now in just the past year and two years, it's gone up tremendously. People are saying it's like, you know, 7% or whatever, but the reality of some people's grocery bills, like mine, it's feeling like, no, this has almost darn near double for the amount of things I was getting before. So In that respect, what would you advise people to do here? Because we're not just going to talk to people who are like, you know, spending money, you know, frivolously or comparing themselves, but like, okay, you're actually doing what you need to do. The reality is you just need more money. You are, you just need more assistance or you just need more insight. Where would you come in there? Yeah, that's a good question. I think the first thing, just like I say to everyone who asks me the same question is you have to have a budget. Yeah. You need to know how much is coming in, how much is going out. It will surprise you how many people don't really know. Many people believe that what they earn can cover what they spend. But in reality, if they should break everything, they're like, oh my goodness, I'm spending way more than I earn. 
you know, and I think that credit card, like we spoke about earlier, also creates that bias, you mm-hmm. know, any stuff for your credit card, however, you know, on your debit account, your bank account, that is not taken into consideration. So you see the other, I'm like, okay, I have a lot of money, but what you're not realizing is that, hmm, I also have this balance on my credit card. So the first thing I would say is to create a budget to know, okay, how much inflows are you receiving maybe every month or whatever it may be? How much expenses are you incurring every month? Then from there, you can see, okay, what are my most essential expenses, right? Mm-hmm. Then after that, on the income side, we can talk about getting more, you know, higher income skills. Yeah. Maybe you get an AWS, that has your certification. You want to go to college. You want to do your CPA, your CFA, law school, whatever it might be. It doesn't even have to be school. Some people go to like trade school, become electricians, plumbers. Those people yeah. make good money as well. So whatever, yeah. you know option works for you on the expense size have a budget and cut down whatever expenses you feel you don't need and on the income side try to work towards having a higher income skill then from there we can now start getting to, okay emergency fund mm-hmm. um, savings investments but first things first you need to know how much is coming in and how mm-hmm. much is going out to know to get a proper assessment of where you are right now yeah i feel like that's a very good plan one of the things I find that people like do a lot, like, and this usually pertains to fitness where they will have like, you know, like 75 days of cutting out sugar or cutting out carbs and going to the gym every single day. It could be done the same with money. You know, I saw, uh, I was an influencer on TikTok where she spends money based on the day of every month. So obviously she pays her rent and pays like her overhead, right? Those those fixed expenses, like your utilities, your water, like all, all of that, it's already paid for. But in terms of like, you know, discretionary funds, that's where that one month. So if it's like March 1st, you're only going to spend a dollar that day and you're only going to spend $2 if it's March 2nd and so on and so forth. And I thought that was a very intriguing challenge. I've seen some people where they're not going to spend outside of eating their food for their grocery bill. And they're like, I'm going to buy everything that I need for groceries, like maybe if it's like $50 every week is the budget and that's it. And I think those kind of exercises are good because it makes you think, oh, if my expenses or if my income rather was cut back 20, 50%, how am I able to survive? How am I able to continue to, to live? And that makes you think that, hey, am I overindulging? Or, okay, this, in order to even be at my basic self, I can't afford to earn less than XYZ amount of dollars. So I think, it's really tracking your expenses a lot is really good. And also, like you said, leveraging your skills, be it, you know, getting another side hustle or getting another job. But I think in, I, I feel like everyone's doing the best that they can. I feel like we're definitely in interesting waters because, you know, finances is, is something that never really was talked about, right? Investing and things like that wasn't really talked about. So I think the more people talk about it and try to hold yourselves accountable, the better will be long-term and the easier it would be for us to, you know, delay those unnecessary gratifications like we'll have to, we'll want to have right now. 
But yeah, that's all we have for you today, guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Have a wonderful rest of your day.